it's main character energy. You feel like the main character walking around the airport. You feel like everyone's like, oh, where is she going? You know, I don't know. It's just a certain vibe. We're back. (laughs) What do you want to be when you grow up? All the technical difficulties ironed out, Santana. I know, you're a a pro. I can't hear any of the music or sounders, but that's okay. Oh, okay. That's a bummer. You can kind of hear it, you mean? I can hear it. Not important. Not important. Glad to see your face. Glad to see your face via Zoom. Through my laptop. Via Zoom. Hit it. Welcome back, everyone. I don't even have my notes up. What a novice. Uh, to another, Welcome back to another episode of Becoming, Becoming a Doctor. The podcast where two fourth-year medical students talk about the only thing that we ever talk about. Medical school. Yay. Yay. I'm your host, Santana Sanchez. And I'm your co-host, Kevin Gale. And check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, at becomingadoctorpod.com, and on Twitter, at becomingadocpod. Every time we put a new episode out, Twitter automatically uploads a tweet for me. It says, new hot takes. So you can't miss us on Twitter. (laughs) If you're not following us on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, that's at becomingadocpod. (laughs) <laughs> for all your hot takes uh okay so we should we should preface this again i ironed out all the technical details because not only are you across the country in seattle yes i'm not best at coast, best coast. i'm not even at our home base right now oh. i took the entire podcast equipment the whole studio setup the whole studio setup drove it down to atlanta georgia and better i am acoustics I am potting. Yeah, for sure. Always. Everyone knows the South has better acoustics. So, And I am potting from Atlanta, Georgia. You are potting from Seattle, Washington. It's amazing. Not only that, we're going to have a guest from Minneapolis. So we're going to have wow. a three-city pod. <laughs> are you, are you pumped? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm, you know how excited I'm about this three-city pod? How excited? Wubba lubba dub dub! Nice little Rick Sanchez. <laughs> okay, uh, segment number one. What do we got? Well, I just want to say we've never been further apart, Kevin. How does it feel? Oh I feel like I miss you more and more every day. Oh my gosh, you're right. Like via miles. Yeah. Because since we're hard to be further apart in the continental United States than we are currently. Well, that's just an incorrect statement. I can go. I can keep going east, my man. We'll be farther apart. And you can keep going south, I guess, yeah, into Florida. I, I could be in the Panhandle or, or <laughs> Miami. But um, it's funny because since we moved in together, it was COVID. Like, you know, it was like three months or four months into COVID when we moved in. So neither of us were like traveling great distances. Mm-hmm. This is. Well, other than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than me. But we, yeah, this is super far. But I feel like you're right next to me. Oh. <laughs> Our friendship has never been stronger, <laughs> and our podcast chemistry never been stronger. Okay, segment number one. Hit it. When is our guest coming on? Uh, anytime. She's okay, so this will excited. Be short. She's just ready to go. Excellent. This will be extremely brief. Let's hear it. We touched on it probably at this point 
two months ago. Who knows? Maybe longer. Okay. Uh, we were talking about CPR. Ever heard of it? Cardiopulmonary resuscitation. But <laughs> say what? Explain what that is, Santana. That's uh, that's uh, an important practice where somebody doesn't have a pulse, isn't breathing. Um, you uh, basically do chest compressions, press on their chest to mechanically beat their heart for them. Um, it's something that, you know, people go to the YMCA to learn uh, so that they can, you know, take care of fallen comrades. Yep. Uh, lifeguards do it. We have to learn it as uh, medical professionals. And we had talked about a little bit um, how in media the effectiveness of CPR is overblown. <laughs> I think we are talking about it on Grey's Anatomy where <laughs> yeah. Dr. Shepard just is doing the weakest chest compressions I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> and the He's patient pops up, right? No, the patient's flatlining. Oh, okay. Nobody else is doing anything also. They're all watching. He's all wrist. <laughs> I mean, I need to see this clip. <laughs> Nobody's... Nobody's, you know, managing the airway. Yeah, there's no, there's no nurse inserting an IV or or administering, you know, medications. Right? No. There's no. What is the term we learned? The 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 person who just makes sure the compressions are deep enough. The compression uh, coach? coach. Yeah, the yeah. coach. There's no coach. There's no recorder. That's why you can't no. watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but there is like 50 people in the OR unmasked watching. <laughs> Um, with their hair down yeah exactly (laughs) wearing earrings hair looks great though so then he gives up but then he he, then he turns away but then he comes back with a big punch right to the sternum and And then the patient wakes up (laughs) the patient wakes up or then they get rosk yeah return Uh, of spontaneous circulation basically their heart starts beating they got a pulse again exactly so anyways throwing around rosk without Say what? <laughs> right? Explain that yeah. medical terminology. That's true. I'm sorry. Uh, that just means that somebody didn't have a pulse. You do CPR, and they didn't have a pulse yep. afterwards. Yep. Uh, okay. So you looked so at the stats. I did some research. Now, before you launch into the, this is a great segment because you know I did a palliative rotation at Waconia, correct? Yes. You know that? No, no. I did like a, a week and a half or something out of full rotation, and. One of the things he would say to many patients who were older and had many comorbidities, meaning they had a lot of diseases, uh-huh. he would say, um, this was in, this, to give you more of a background, this was in discussion on their code status. And what that means is whether the patient would want CPR if their heart were to stop or if their lungs were to stop. We're zooming right now, and Santana is pitting out. It's <laughs> disgusting. So anyways, this, this palliative care physician would bring up this discussion if the patient was choosing whether to have their heart restarted or lungs restarted via CPR. And he would say, um, for a healthy individual, the chances of them getting a pulse back, getting return of spontaneous circulation after their heart stops is 50%. And that's a healthy patient. If you're in the hospital and somebody needs to do CPR on you, the chances of living are 50%. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't stop there. That's that 50% of people, only 50% of them will be discharged from the hospital. And that's for a healthy person. So he would, then he would summarize. 
So in summary, any patient needs CPR, only one quarter of those patients are going to be discharged from the hospital. And then he would kind of refine it to the patient. You know, he said, now you're an 85-year-old man, you have heart failure, et cetera, et cetera. He says, your chances are probably a lot less lower, or a lot lower. So let's keep that in mind when we're choosing whether or not we would want CPR. And he wasn't trying to discourage people. He was just trying to give them the facts on the success rate, success rate of CPR. Um, like you're saying, there's tons of movies, TV, where everyone comes back or, or whatnot. So anyways, give me the stats. That's the background. The <laughs> yeah. And with what you're saying, that's important to take into context that those are people with uh, severe end-stage illnesses, terminal diagnoses. Am I right? Yeah. So these conversations would most of the time be with people who already have a hospice um, consultation. And so right. they know they um, have a terminal diagnosis. Uh, their lifespan is shorter. So that's why he used to be bringing this up, right? You know, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. So here's a research. This is an article published in JAMA. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Ever heard of it? Uh, in 1995. So a little bit outdated. Whoa. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean CPR hasn't changed too much. No. Very, very true. There's a coach now. <laughs> There's a coach. There's some subtle tweaks. Anyways, this says that um, of the individuals who received bystander CPR and had it performed effectively, 4.6% of them survived. Wow. So that would be a person, a bystander CPR, that makes that means this is out of the hospital setting. This is, yep. you have a heart attack on the sidewalk, you drop down to the sidewalk, and then a bystander, somebody walking down the street, gives you CPR. What yes. was the percentage? 46 Wow. And so they compared this to individuals that received in, ineffective CPR. So that would be CPR like, like, like Derek, Dr. Derek Shepard demonstrated <laughs> on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> With weak uh, wrists. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not going the full, you know, not getting good chest recoil. You know how it is. You're a coach. Uh, survival rate is only 1.4%. Wow. Whew. And it's, I guess it's a little bit sobering to, to say that, oh, if you don't have a pulse or yeah, if you don't have a pulse, you collapse and somebody starts doing CPR and you, you have a less than 5% chance of surviving. But CPR, I should have looked this up too, but CPR, if done effectively, is the most effective means of saving somebody's life who is in cardiac arrest or who is not breathing and doesn't have a pulse. It's the only effective treatment. Right. If you, if you are walking on the sidewalk, say somebody drop, drop to the ground because of a heart attack, don't just take one punch to the sternum really hard. That's not going to no, do it. That's not going to do it. And there's no medicine that's going to do it. Um, <laughs> the only thing that science has shown will help is, uh, effective CPR. So I guess a takeaway for all, all of our tens of listeners <laughs> is that if you want to uh, potentially save somebody's life in a terrible emergency situation, go to the YMCA, get your CPR certification. Yep. It's very easy. And, and I will say 
um, it's as simple as doing chest compressions deeply. Yep. And, you know, anyone gets, it can, most everyone can get uh, certified for CPR. Absolutely. There's only a couple small things you need to remember. And even if you don't remember them well, as long as you are compressing deep, that is what the most important thing is. Yes. Uh, what was the percentage, though? He said poor, like poorly, you know, somebody's doing a poor. With ineffective CPR, 1.4%. Oh, man. Geez, seriously? <laughs> could you hear that one? <laughs> I could hear that one. <laughs> <sighs> Oh jeez! Oh jeez, okay, Rick. Well, that was our uh, that was our first segment. Yeah, first segment. Great job. Want to do a sounder to close that one out? Oh yeah. You know what I thought about that segment? And that's why I always say shum shum slippity dop. <laughs> pretty oh boy. pretty good, right? Oh, um, Did get like a copyright claim? No, no, it's too late. No one, no one's listening to this. Uh, okay, I, instead of trying to make phone calls, we're already on Zoom. Let's have the guest join us on Zoom. What do you think? Okay. See her smiling face. I think that's a great idea. Uh, the quick intro is one of our fourth-year med peers. I will say this. I love her positivity. I love her energy. Yes. And I don't want any spoilers, but... I love the residency I think she's going to be going into, but I'm not sure she picked it because we apply mm. this month. But um, if, if, if I am correct, it's going to be a great residency. And with okay. that, let's wait for her to join. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should talk in the meantime? How stressed out I am about residency applications. How stressed? Let's table it. Our <laughs> Hello. Connecting to audio. Connecting to audio. Okay, now I can hear you. Morgan! Oh. <laughs> it's so good to see you guys. Hello. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on the pod. Yeah, we're recording you live to tape, so nothing inappropriate, okay? We don't want to I will do my best. <laughs> Morgan, tell Santana right now what you are in the middle of tonight it's a, I, it's a saturday night you know we all should be hitting the saturday. town going out seeing movies that kind of thing what are you doing morgan i know i am working on my residency application on eras boo yeah give Yuck. me a second for that uh you know what i think about that this is how i feel about us doing okay. eras on a saturday <laughs> 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 wow, that was a long. That just kept going. Yeah. I thought it was gonna stop. That's yeah, how I feel long. about Eras right now. Yeah, me too. And you know what? I was supposed to be at a wedding tonight. Oh, what? In um, New Jersey, and I was not feeling great about the COVID situation at this wedding, so I opted not to go. Are they not like mandating masks at the wedding, or? Yeah, like huge indoor wedding. Ooh. No masks. Ooh. Questionable vaccination status. Um, yeah. You're making so the right bummer. decision. You are making the wrong decision doing ERAS, but you're making the right decision. Big red flag. <laughs> yeah. But I am very sad. I did pour myself a beer, did some ERAS. Nice. Great. 
Let's get Dre's Saturday night. Santana, what do you yeah. think? Have a beer. What do I think? Have a beer or two tonight during Zoom. Uh, not for you, Kevin. <laughs> nice try. Uh, Morgan, before we keep going, you got to give us the intro. Yeah. Who Morgan Turk is? Um. Keep in mind, this uh, is mostly for Santana's mom and my dad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. They need to know more about me. That's I'm what I'm saying. To, I'm to deliver. Yeah. Um, I am from Minnesota, born and raised. I grew up in Big Lake, Minnesota. Nice little rural-ish small town. Um, that was okay. It wasn't maybe my favorite experience. Um, is that kind of rural? Stay- it is. I mean, it's only an hour out of the cities, but there's a lot of farming that happens. I would say it's a rural vibe. Um, it's definitely not, I wouldn't say it's suburban. It's pretty small, like 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I can't complain. I had definitely a great childhood there. (laughs) And then I went to St. Olaf college, studied psychology, love psychology, thought I was going to go to grad school for psychology. Hmm. Um, ended up going the med school direction um which has been really fun and i've always been super happy with my choice um and now yeah living in south minneapolis for the past three years which i absolutely love i live a block off nokomis now which is just like so nice um not as good as your old living situation though santana and i went to a party there that was the best party of all med school so far (laughs) Are you being serious? That was the best party of all. Med I think so. I, keep in mind that I've been sober during med school, so you know I just like the activities at your party, the people, the laughs. Right, right, yeah, I do. We miss that house every day. We got so lucky with that house, and we had some great parties at that house. You for were sure. living with like three best friends, right? or six best friends? I don't know. There's like ten people in that house. Only three. <laughs> <laughs> there were not ten of us. Um, there, well, there were four of us total. So. Yeah, my college best friend, my high school best friend, her college best friend. So it was like, yeah, definitely a motley crew. Great band, by the way. So who so who do you who do you live with now? I live with my boyfriend now. What? That is a huge step. Yeah, yeah. Was that in was that in July or August or something? No, that was back in May ish. Right when the pandemic was getting very serious. No, no this this, this past May, just this past May. Oh, three months ago. Three months ago, yeah, it's very recent change. Oh, yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. I kind of just want to talk about that on the pod the whole time. I know it's juicy. It is juicy. Have you ever yeah. lived with a partner before? No, this is my first time, Kevin. It's it's a lot. It's simultaneously the best thing ever, and then also challenges that you did not you know (laughs) i would say mostly involving chores like i think that's Uh, that's it i don't know santana get santana has lived with franny for how many years five or six or something you have you're like you're like an old hat i need some tips uh, well, tell them about the chore split up of the laundry. It cracks oh, yeah. Me we've up. got a great laundry system. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I absolutely hate folding laundry. It's truly like the bane of my existence. Okay. When I, was... I love folding laundry. I think it's so relaxing. Ugh. Wrong. Okay. Anyways, but I don't mind going up and down the stairs. Okay. Francesca. <laughs> 
<laughs> a slug. No offense. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so she doesn't want to go downstairs to do the laundry. So I will go down and do it and then just dump it. And then she'll fold it and put it away for us. That is such a nice balance. You guys have it's really perfect. like, yeah, that's great. You've cracked the code. I think Ben and I are getting there. It, we're just not quite there. Yeah, you know? we just we just figured that out within like the last three months. And we've been dating yeah. for like many, many years. <laughs> it takes time. It certainly takes time. Yeah. Like I would say I love to grocery shop. I'll just go wander around the grocery store, pick up some fun surprises. Ben like despises the grocery store. So that's one way. Like I can do the grocery shopping. He can do other things. Like he just, I just do the grocery shopping <laughs> and sometimes cook the groceries into meals for us, which is nice. Yeah, you got to find something that you hate doing um, and make him do it. Honestly, dishes. He does, I will say, the majority of the dishes because I think it's so gross. So that's one thing. Wow. I mean, that's Perfect. true love right there. A man who does the dishes <laughs> for you. He does. I know. What an angel, right? He <laughs> gets up and does it every time. Yep. Uh, congrats, though. That's awesome. That's a, that's a big step in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been really good so far. I mean, we're only three months in, so what can I really say? Right. But I mean, once you get past a year, things can really go sideways still. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Kevin! <laughs> um, I want to go back. Were you actually thinking about doing uh, a PhD in psychology? I was. Like how, pretty seriously? How, yeah. How many years were you thinking that about that? Oh my gosh, probably like all, you know, from maybe sophomore to junior year of college, like freshman year, I was like, you know, figuring it out like everybody else. And then sophomore and junior year, I was like back and forth the whole time between med school and PhD and just agonizing as usual. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that with the route that I chose, though, I feel like I have more tools in my toolkit having gone this route. And like, I'm hoping to still learn some therapy in residency. So I think it was a good choice for me. But I, I mean, I have, I have friends who've done it and have had really good experiences. So I think like it's a great that's also a great career. I, I am. I'm super happy that you are going to be a provider. You're going to be a great provider. Thank you, Kevin. And and what are you choosing for residency? What is the uh, where do you go into residency for? What's your specialty? Psychiatry. So I've stayed at least in the same theme of theme of things, which I kind of knew all along. Yeah, <sighs> that makes me so happy. I was saying before we got on <laughs> that that is going to be that's going to be one of the best residencies, and you're going to be such a good provider. And I was so close to doing psychiatry. But I didn't. Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, you t you faked me out over text message. I, know, I, I was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna be co residents. <laughs> it's <is getting> great. <laughs> wow. Yep. I'm gonna try. Dude, I'm gonna. In. I'm gonna try to couples match with Santana in internal medicine. So okay. Honestly, that was like gave me a run for my money as well. I loved internal medicine, so I get it. Um, I don't think we have to do the same specialty to couples match, Kevin. I don't know if that's how it works. Um, I haven't read the details yet. <laughs> we have two. It's just more romantic that way, I think. You yeah, know? same specialty. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Wait. That's that's who Morgan Turk is. What else? Anything else about Morgan Turk? 
What do you, Oh my gosh. When you and Ben have a great date, what do you guys do? A great date? Oh my gosh. We definitely like go out to eat a lot and love trying all the new restaurants in the cities. Um, so we do quite a bit of that. We like play nerdy board games together. I don't know. What's your favorite <laughs> board game? <laughs> um I like I like Ticket to Ride a lot. That's like a bigger group one. We just got a new one called Wingspan. It's like bird themed. It's pretty fun. It's our new favorite. Oh, Wingspan okay. is Yeah. I I lived in St. Louis uh after Wash U, Wash University in St. Louis. Lived at the uh-huh. Catholic Student Center and the guy okay. the manager of the Catholic Student Center uh created that that board game. His name's Jamie, Whoa. right? I think so. Can we look it up? You're- Wingspan. Yeah. Uh, J- Jamie. Uh, he's recreated like three top 25. Yes, yeah, Stonemaier. Jamie, Jamie Stonemaier. If you like wow. it a lot, I can hook you guys up. You can talk to him. He's the best. Oh, oh my gosh. I think we, we, we really love it. We've played that one a lot. We just got it like a month ago. We play it all the time. It's super fun. It's a good like, strategy game. Can I give yeah. you a gift for coming on the yeah. pod? I... I Gave this was it last Christmas? I gave it to you and Franny. Uh, yes. Uh, my <laughs> my favorite board game. I gave them for Christmas. And I oh my god, what is it? It's Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Ooh. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, that sounds so fun. It's yeah. a great Say, game. What are what are your thoughts on this game? Did you play it after Kevin gave it to you? Uh, no, it just kind of sat on the shelf for a while. <laughs> okay that's that's what i was picking up (laughs) no 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 we did we did play it we played a bunch with kevin first okay Uh, it's a great game uh i don't really it's not really a board game per se i don't know how do you describe it but yes i would give it two thumbs up two thumbs up yeah we don't get into details all right next topic what are you doing in med school right now i am on a palliative care rotation oh yeah where at the U. Tell us about it. Um, I, it's great. I did a little bit of palliative last year at Regions, and I loved it. So I signed up for an elective. Um, I love it because I just get to sit down and talk with people for like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, which is my jam, obviously, going into mm-hmm. psychiatry. Um, I get to talk to families a lot. I get to talk to patients a lot. Um, and it's, I mean... It's, it's definitely tough. I've like had a few instances where like patients are reminding me of like my parents. That's rough. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, maybe with COVID and everything, like I was scared for my parents as everyone else was. And it's like more on my mind maybe than it has been. Are your parents Um, both like alive and healthy or do they have terminal diagnoses? They are. They are. Okay. They are. They're, you know, I think relatively young for my age. They're not even 60 yet. So I think it's just me. But that's been interesting. But like overall, a wonderful experience. And I think palliative providers are just some of the most like thoughtful people ever. So I love working with them. That's so cool. Yeah. That's a great experience. Um, Yeah. Kevin, you did. I only had one uh, experience with a palliative care like conference and I felt like it was such a like special experience to be able to be a part of that whole um, like 
decision decision making process and discussion and um you know it's a really important part of somebody's care and somebody's life it's cool that as medical students we get that chance to participate yeah totally yeah are you interested in doing that going forward or is this more um i don't i don't think so i think Uh like a unique pairing i don't i I think i'm sure that probably exists i think you probably could go into that fellowship um but i i think like maybe it would drain me a little bit more than some people i don't know I don't know if I could see myself doing it long term, but yeah, we've had, I mean, you guys know the patients at the U, this is my first rotation, like at the U on East Bank. They're all so sick. Like their transplant patients are so complicated. I'm like, wow, these people just have a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's amazing how sick people can be and how many medical um, advancements have kept people alive, right? Yes, yes. Like the patients on, you know, VADs and just all these machines that are Morgan, keeping them alive. Your, it's... Wi- your Wi-Fi connection <laughs> is garbage right now. We can barely see <laughs> you. You're cutting in and out. Get, no! get okay. to a stronger let spot. Let me, let me see what I can do here. Um, let me see. While you're fixing I'm that, sorry. I have a really... You should have told me no it's yeah you're right it's my fault uh, i have a really yeah. funny palliative care and hospice uh story from this week i'm at the cardiac oh IC, uh, cardiac icu at emory um right now in atlanta georgia and this is <laughs> the cardiologist literally said he's like oh i do everything i can to avoid those palliative care and hospice meetings <laughs> <laughs> oh he's that like, makes me crazy. they go on that- forever you know then, and then he like kind of stepped back he's like they're so important in the process like i'm so thankful they're doing it i just do not want to yeah. be there and and, yeah. the other, and the other story is i'm down here i came here kind of like i was gonna do anything in emory right just like so i can hang out with some buds turns mm-hmm. out that um this rotation is in the icu and the cardiac icu and so all these med students i met and residents and fellows uh not and attendees are all like oh oh and Emory's supposed to be a, like a go-to heart spot in the nation so oh, they're like really okay. good at what okay. they do and so they're all like oh you're here uh, at the cardiac IC you must want to be a cardiologist and I'm like no I'm, I'm thinking about hospice and palliative <laughs> no, <I> care <laughs> oh my gosh. wait are you actually thinking about that Kevin yeah do you actually yeah. want to do that yeah definitely that wow. or geriatrics but if I'm not burnt out right because after three years of residency, maybe I won't want to do a fellowship, right? Like, who knows? But Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, palliative is only one year, which is super nice. And yeah. Is there a geriatric fellowship? Yeah, yep. Oh, nice. I could totally see you doing that. That would be awesome. It would be, it would be awesome. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. You'd fit right in with yeah. your patients. <laughs> <laughs> is that an old person joke, Santana? Yeah. Burn. 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 Ageism, dude. <laughs> not cool yeah. i respect you <laughs> well that's fun i didn't know you were out of the state kevin yeah i got lucky uh i got lucky yeah that they offered me a spot um and santana tell her where you are right i'm now. also out of the state oh really this is a tri-state podcast i don't know if wow we're so cultured in three different states <laughs> i know three different time zones too i'm in seattle washington i'm doing a hospitalist rotation 
at Harborview cool. Medical Center. Yeah. Cool. Very fun. I love all these away rotations. I feel like everyone's going to fun spots. Yeah, and Santana's going someplace where he maybe wants to go to residency, so that's also awesome. Yeah. We'll that's see. where you want to be? Do you want to be West Coast? West Coast. West Coast, oh, baby. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I fully agree. West I, Coast I over you, East Coast. I thought 100%. you want to stay in no Minnesota for residency. I do. I want to stay. But if I had to leave, I would go to the West Coast over the East Coast like a million Coast. times over. Yep. Yeah. No doubt. No way. You would never and go Kevin, south. You went, you've went. you gone south before all the way to Northfield. Um, that was a, that yeah, was a way journey. down south, down to Northfield. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, south would truly be my last choice. I would go west, <laughs> east, south. <laughs> Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Kevin. Kevin, you want to stay? Is that what you were talking? Was that also a prank on me, or was that the truth? <laughs> no, I do want to stay and and do internal medicine because of my girlfriend, relatively new girlfriend. Oh my gosh! Tell me more. This is so juicy. It's the juiciest. She's the best. She, <laughs> San- yes, Santana I love knows. That. Like I had to go on a bunch of lousy dates, one after another. Boom, 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 yep. boom. And then yep. I am so thankful. Like I waited patiently and met Danny. Uh, oh. She just checks every box, but like the best part about her, she just makes me laugh so much. And and Aww. oh, and she's a GI provider, so she uh, a GIPA, gastrointestinal physician associate. So she gets like the oh. medical field too. Yeah. Okay. She's in the field. That's crazy. And she sings, so we just do duets half the time. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. And, and Franny are probably sick of uh, sick of me singing duets oh. with her. Second me Cute. singing in general, probably. <laughs> are you making How, are you making the decision too to stay because of Ben, or was that always a plan? Um, I think like a little bit of both. He loves his job, and his job is here, and like he doesn't want to leave his job. And yep. his family actually is out on the East Coast. He's from Connecticut. Um. Oh. But they, I think, will end up moving here. So then both of our families, like all of our friends will be here. He went to St. Olaf as well. So we have a lot. Both of us have a big support system here, which I think is very important to both of us. So I think like for me as well would be like a very positive thing to stay. But I have always lived here. Like I've never lived anywhere else. So I would be open to trying something new. Um, But I'm also fine with staying. So, yeah. Yeah. You might be in Minnesota for life. I know that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, if I don't leave now, I mean, fellowship, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Is there a contraction for that MN4L or something? Or yeah, something like that. What would the kids say? What would the kids say? Oh gosh, I don't know. (laughs) Kevin, don't ask me. I feel like you think I'm up to date on these things, and I'm truly not. No, I don't. Well, every once in a while, I text like Umrid, and I'm like, okay, who would know the hit songs? Nowadays. And no, she says she she told me before, she's like, text Morgan, she'll know what the hit songs are. And then I text Austin you out of the blue. Text yeah. me? Yeah. That is ridiculous. Text <laughs> Natalie. I'm gonna pass that baton to someone else. <laughs> that is not my baton. Who knows the hit music, like the new stuff? I I I don't like I'm not a big like I don't listen to like new music that much. I don't know, selectively, but I, I heard there's new Drake album, new Kanye album, yes. pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I like it. Turns out yeah. that Santana's favorite artist, Kanye. Oh, Santana, what do you second. think? What do you think I of the new album? I didn't realize that it came out until this morning when I was on my way to work. 
you're not a real fan. Are you kidding me? I'm a real fan. <laughs> I've been <laughs> He's working his butt off, Morgan. <laughs> I promise, Kanye, if you're listening. Actually, Santana's partner is pretty good at keeping up to date on music. Uh, okay. Franny's pretty good there at that, go. too. So maybe that's your mm-hmm. minute goes to you. Um, that's your. All right. I'm going to text you a picture of Danny and me, and I want you to describe what it is on air. Yes. And, okay. And just. Oh. This is like so pure. Oh my goodness. Okay, this is What are you seeing? I am seeing a beautiful professional looking photo. Ooh. Where was this taken? My dad's wedding two weeks ago. Oh my to me. god. What the your heck? dad's wedding. And like you look so nice in your suit. I love your suit. And she is wearing like this beautiful blue and yellow and pink patterned dress. Oh, you guys look so happy. Yeah, she's she's great. She's pretty great. How long has this been, Kevin? You look so smitten. I love this. Very smitten. It's been uh, five months now. Okay. But okay. I, uh, you know, I fall fast and hard, and so. Yeah. Oh, did you meet her at work or on the apps? Uh, on the apps, duh. Okay. Who meets okay. people in real life, IRL? Right. It's always. On I the mean, apps. I met Ben on the apps, so I. I feel that. Apps, 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 apps. apps, apps. apps. Which app? That's the real question. Which app? Okay, Santana, if I had to guess, I would say Morgan met Ben Ben on probably Tinder. I would guess (laughs) Bumble. I'm just joking. It had to have been Hinge. It was Hinge, Kevin. You got it. It was definitely Hinge. I was never even on Bumble. And fun fact, Ben was like my first match on Hinge when I first downloaded it. Oh, so you had real good luck immediately. Apparently. Apparently so. Like, I went on a couple other dates, like, before Ben and I were, like, exclusive. But he was, like, legitimately the first person to pop up on my screen that I matched with. That's going to be a good story as the years go by or months go by or or dates. I know. You guys have just moved in, so who knows? (laughs) Oh, not days, not months even, I don't think. (laughs) Apps work. Apps work. They do. They do. It sounds like your process was a little more painful than mine, but you did it. I did it. Yes. I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. What's the third topic we always ask about, Santana? Um, a hot take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a sec. I got a text. So I texted Morgan t- today the, the three topics, and this is what she said. This is so funny. Um, <laughs> where is it? Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, three topics and something controversial. Like get the blood pumping, and she goes, "Spicy with lots of whys." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. I have hundreds of hot takes. Very opinionated person. Ha ha ha. I truly am. Like you can, you guys can throw topics at me, and I think I would have a hot take. <laughs> and you could ask Ben, and he would agree. Like he's like, "Why do you care like so passionately about these like seemingly random issues?" <laughs> <laughs> well what's the hottest one yeah what's where the, do we begin i don't hottest. think we can begin at the hottest oh yeah one. work your Let's way begin up Begin a little milder and work our way up like that wings um, youtube show right what's that wings youtube show where they go yeah from my i've actually never watched that it me, sounds me pretty neither, good though but... i know people that are into that one okay keep um going. hit it Okay, let's begin with like airport hot takes. So I love the airport, love the airport. Honestly, my favorite part of a trip is like 
the outgoing time at the airport, not when you're coming back because you're sad, your trip is over, but when you're leaving, such a pleasant experience. And truly, like, unbiasedly, I think MSP is the best airport. So I will purposefully get to the airport like three to four hours before my flight so that I can just like what hang out do? and enjoy the experience. Kevin, what don't I do? There's <laughs> shopping, there's eating, there's drinking, there's so many like treats to be had. You can just like sit at your gate and like look at everyone who's going to be on your flight. Like, don't you agree that the airport, like you feel like it's main character energy. You feel like the main character walking around the airport. You feel like everyone's like, oh, where is she going? You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a certain vibe that I really this enjoy. Is so, this is definitely <laughs> spicy. Yeah, this is yeah. a hot take. I knew you would. Four hours early. I would say like three to four. Just three to, to hang. four. Just to hang at just the airport. Hang. Just to hang if I can, you know, if I have enough time. Definitely, I'm also, like, a pretty type A person, so I would never be, like, a cutting it close at the airport person. So, like, it's a combination of factors. But What is what is your go-to airport snack? Oh, my gosh. What time of day? That's the real question. Like, <laughs> I feel like I, morning, usually. Well, morning. She's, she's normally morning. there from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., so she has all three meals <laughs> Yeah, it's there. an all-day all affair. <laughs> um, I like, like, I love, like, definitely beverages at the airport. So, like, I would go get myself a nice coffee, probably oh, yeah. a bagel sandwich yep. in the morning. Um, definitely, like, maybe some reading material for the plane. Like, any of that. Can't go wrong. I you love can. the MSP airport too because they actually have a piano you can play outside the yes. terminal and inside the terminal. So it's do you a, play that piano? I'm sure you do. No, because I go by the Jerry Gale airport mantra of if you haven't missed a flight in your life, you get to the airport too early. <laughs> That's his oh, mantra. Oh, <laughs> disagree! Oh my gosh, we are not compatible like airport people. I don't think. Nope. <laughs> I don't think he's. Co- so, how early? Like 45 minutes? Like how close are you cutting yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. That makes me gasp. I'm like horrified. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite like store or re- like there's a lot to do in the MSP airport. You can Yeah. Like, get a massage. I mean, it depends on like what gate I'm at. There's just so much. Like there's so many good restaurants. Like I'll have like a drink from there like in the evening, a little glass of wine, a little mm-hmm. drink, maybe mm-hmm. Bloody Mary in the morning if we're feeling wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's what? like. They keep adding new stuff to the airport. Like, there's all these like fancy. There's like red cow at the airport, which is wild. That's true. I think uh, Santana. What's what's your take on this <laughs> this airport <laughs> adventure? I think it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Most people do. Like, I I think I'm the only person I know that feels this way. Truly, in the airport, I feel trapped. I feel unclean oh, no. you can the... walk around i also love to just walk laps like check What's it all the out main... what'd you say main character vibe what was that called me main... yeah like main character energy i love um, that phrase have you not heard of any of that no main oh character that's energy. like a thing that's like a pop culture thing like you feel like you're the main character so yeah i don't know it's a you feel like everyone's watching you yeah right right like when i'm doing pull-ups in the park down the street in Atlanta, outdoors with my shirt off, main character main energy. Main character energy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Kids yep. are crying. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. That so that's got... a mild take. <laughs> that's mild. That was mild. Okay. That's medium. Um, we want a medium. 
We want medium. And then something um, blow our minds. Medium. Um, I think like Applebee's is a great restaurant. I love Applebee's. Love Applebee's so much. <laughs> We're out of here. We're locking up. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is the one that Ben hates like the absolute most. He just cannot with this. I think it's like a wait, are you guys you guys are from Minnesota, right? Both of yeah. you? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Maybe it's a small town Minnesota thing because growing up that was like the social activity. There's nothing I mean, there's nothing else like in Big Lake. So we would just go to app go to half apps. Like half apps is a great experience, undeniably. So cheap. Yeah, you're not wrong about half apps. You yeah. are, uh, <laughs> you are wrong that Applebee's is a good restaurant. Morgan, like literally ten minutes ago, you're like, "Oh, we like trying new restaurants," and <laughs> no, you're like, "My favorite do. restaurant like, is Applebee's." <laughs> I mean, you can also no, it's not my favorite restaurant. I did not say it was. That's my what favorite I heard. Restaurant. We're gonna play back. The I tape. also love like gourmet food. Like I, I just went to Sanderson, and that was so good. I'm not like only an Applebee's girl, but I am definitely partly an Applebee's girl. <sighs> Yeah, that's that's just wrong. That's just incorrect. And then, like, what do you think of the dollar drink deals? That's an amazing deal. Yeah, didn't you guys do that on campus or some? Didn't they have an Applebee's on campus? Like, do have an Applebee's on campus? Yeah, we definitely did that a couple times. I did it in college a lot too. In in Northfield, they had an Applebee's on campus, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. Not on campus. Not on. I don't. No. Saint Olaf doesn't have like restaurants on campus. I don't think I've been. Wait, wait, so you drive like a half hour to get to an Applebee's in undergrad? Well, five minutes. Northfield is like a small town. Okay, okay. <laughs> five minutes. Okay, okay. Well, so how many times have you taken? You've been dating Ben like a year and a half, maybe. Is that right? Or oh, like two. Oh, we're over two. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Congrats. How many times I have you guys gone to Applebee's? I honestly don't think I've. Sorry, what? How many times have you guys gone to Applebee's together? I was just going to say, I don't think I've successfully been able to drag him to Applebee's once. I don't what? think we've ever gone. He, like, venomously hates it. Well, like, he does not want to go. That is also a hot take. It's not. It's neither good nor bad. It's Applebee's, I mean, right? that's it's... what I'm saying. Like, there's good things to order on the right. menu. He is, like, truly disgusted. He won't do it. <laughs> I go with my high school best friend, like, all the time because he won't go. Sounds like uh, he's a snob. Yeah. Tell Ben to get down off his high ladder. Is that a phrase? High ladder? Did you say high ladder? I don't, I don't think that's a phrase. High horse. Get off his high horse. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. should. I'll I'll tell him that. I'll definitely pass the message along. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, that was medium. That was medium. we need something just unreal now. All right. Are you ready Fortune. for like this one, this one, like, will might anger people. I don't oh. know. I mean, it depends on what you guys feel. So I think The Office is like a good show, and I don't not like The Office, but I think like as sitcoms or like comedy shows go, it's probably one of my least favorites. I think there's a lot that are like better. Boom! What? She dropped <laughs> the hot. T- you know, this is there are so many people your age who are in love. The Santana, look, he's look putting this. a hat. Is he mad? On is he right mad now. over there? Corey, Corey. Oh my gosh! Oh no! I've really done it now. Look, at, he's got the hat. Corey loves <laughs> everybody. Everyone your age loves The Office. They think it's the the yeah. funniest damn thing in the world. 
Yeah. And I do think it's like a funny show and I've seen it all the way through multiple times, but I think like Parks and Rec is better. I think Veep is better. I think there's so many like Arrested Development is better. Preach. Preach. Yes, I've got I've got an agreeer. Yeah, this is a very this is <sighs> controversial. This is very this gets the blood pumping. Look at Santana. Look at him. I think yeah, Beautiful. the blood is rushing to his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so out of the very few clothing items that I brought with me to Seattle, one of them was literally uh, the office hat. That's how big of a fan I am. That's how much I've, damage I've, you've done to me. I've stabbed you in the heart with this one. I'm so sorry. I knew that I knew it was going to hurt someone's feelings. I, I'll say again, it is a good show. I like the show. It I don't show. like the show. I think people just have a lot of nostalgia ripped up, uh, wrapped up in it. Like you and totally. a <laughs> Totally, totally. Lifelong relationship. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Uh, I think it's garbage. I don't think it's funny at all, actually. Okay, see, about? I'm not that far down, but I think like I know people that can't watch it because they feel like it's so uncomfortable. Is that how you feel? Like no, it's just awkward. It's just not funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yes, it is. Anyways. Anyways, we're like we're I'm middle of the road on this. I think it's funny. Like it makes me laugh for sure. But I think there's like better comedy out there. If you're at a party and you say that, you can get the people riled up going i know and i've said it i'm not afraid to say it i've said it before i'll say it again (laughs) (laughs) i respect it yep kevin what's your go-to comedy uh oh uh that's a great i don't watch that much but i do love i did love the first two seasons of rick and morty or first three seasons of rick and morty oh i don't watch that one yeah i haven't seen that oh you haven't seen it huh no, I don't. I don't do a lot of animated shows. Mm. Oh, not like out. it's pretty good. One of Santana's friends loves animated uh, Malik, so he does <laughs> Rick and Morty, all the animated. <laughs> what's your What's your go to uh, comedy, Santana? It probably is The Office, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. The, I feel like I have watched it too many times at this point. Yeah. It gets a little tough. That's how I am with Parks and Rec. Like, and Parks and Rec is shorter. It's only like five or six seasons. So I'm really cycling that one very frequently. How, how many times have you seen it? <laughs> oh my god, probably ten. I don't what? know. I just that's a just hot take. Start it over. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> nice yeah, I mean, like in the background, I don't like sit and like attentively watch it. Obviously, I've seen it so many times. But like, if you're working on your uh, residency application right now, do you put it on the background? Totally, totally. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, wow. I literally was just watching it earlier today. I'm on season four right now, so cycle it, keep it's a great it going. Cycle it. Yeah, yep. Santana, what's going on in season four right now? Uh, Have you seen Parks it? and Rec? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either. Andy's up to some shenanigans. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh yeah, always, always. That's also a hot take. Listening to television shows in the background while you're working. No, it's not. I never used to do it, but I like only I only started like in medical school. I would say I never could do it in undergrad, but I do it while I'm like cleaning or doing like more mindless work. Not when I'm like studying, but yeah. And applying for residency is mindless. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> you, Morgan, you don't have to do 
we're doing internal medicine. We have to do this supplemental application. Uh, I know. And we I have feel for you guys. to do five important experiences. And we have 300 characters for the experience. It's three sentences about why it's so important in my life. So pointless. I'm like, so dumb. My mom died. <laughs> Let me tell you three sentences about it. Right? Yes. Like, what? <laughs> It's terrible. It's That's honestly so awful. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Uh, so, Santana, do you have any? Do you have any of those picked out right now? The top five. No, I think I'm just going to reuse my ones from Eras. Sure, sure. Copy paste, delete a couple yeah. sentences. Morgan, what would yeah. be? This is like supposed to be the five most impactful experiences in your life. That's like the, what the point of the supplemental application is. I mean, in my in your life, like yeah. not just in like medical school. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Right? Isn't I, what, like, it's definitely it says you can do experiences before medical school. Anything that like yeah. made you who you are. Oh, I thought it was more like residency stuff, but no, no like it's anything. No. Oh gosh, I would the first say time you went to Applebee's. That'd be <laughs> the Applebee's would be my number one. The, yes, the day you swiped right on Ben, number two. <laughs> yes, that one. Oh my gosh, yeah, all of these. I think they would be really impressed by my list. Honestly, do you, would you have Parks and Rec would make it because I've you oh, know spent sure. so much time on that. Yeah, do yeah. you have a serious one though, like a, something that pops into your mind out of like maybe from your residency application, something that was just like. The most meaningful. Yeah, I mean, I I like did this project in college that was like so I don't know why. It was it's kind of hard to explain. So there's a nonprofit, it's called Marnita's Table. It's like out of the cities, and we like ran a branch at St. Olaf. And basically the whole um point of it is to like bring different groups of of people together across different so it could be like across different races across different you know genders across different belief systems like mostly like people who have different opinions about things and then like host events to talk about just like tough and like important issues and so and part of it is that you do it like over a meal so we would cook all these like really delicious like good meals and host like 50 people at our house that we lived in from the community from the college like you know administration of the college students people from the community just like anyone and like get together and like you would just talk to people like strangers you don't know about like really tough stuff and I feel like I just like learned a lot about how to like connect with people and how to like have empathy for people on the other side of a lot of things that's kind of made me think differently you know about especially a lot of the stuff that's going on now honestly like I feel like I can kind of have a better understanding for like people who don't want to get vaccinated or which is like you know immensely frustrating and everyone's angry and I like completely understand that um but I feel like I can have a little bit of like a different perspective and I can have more useful conversations with people about it I don't know I mean that's cool. Like I, you know, sincere, not not jokingly, like sincerely. I I always I a lot of times surround myself with an echo chamber, right? I mean, like that. Most of my friends are very liberal, and and yeah, you know. But that sounds like a really cool experience to get the viewpoints of a vast variety of people. It was, it was, and I will say, like I being from Big Lake, it's a super conservative community. Like my parents are very liberal, but 
that's a vast minority in Big Lake. So I like still interact and like follow a lot of people on social media who have views that are like very different from like all of ours in medical school. So I know people who are like, I can't believe you like live in Minneapolis. It's dangerous. I know, you know, countless people who aren't vaccinated, people who are, you know, this recent like abortion thing in Texas, people who are posting things that are like celebrating and they're super excited and happy that this is happening. So it's definitely interesting. Like I see a lot of the other side and where they're coming from. I don't know that it's always, it's obviously not what I agree with. And I don't know that there's, you know, logic behind it sometimes, but I do think they have reasons for feeling the way that they feel. It's it's tough because you brought up uh, like two examples as, as a physician, you like getting vaccinated and having access to healthcare or like, you know, every physician should be agreeing with those items. Yep. Um, but there's also like a lot of, you said you're conservative town. There's a lot of non like provider related or medical related opinions that you yep. would also hear too or run into. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's tough. Like I've had, I've had a lot of like phone conversations with high school friends that I'm still in touch with about all of this stuff. And it's, I mean, it's really hard. I think everyone feels really angry, you know, from both sides and really scared. I think like mostly people are scared, honestly, from both sides. Yeah. And I can't believe some of our classmates are anti-vaxxers, like Sruthy, Lucy. Yeah, tw- <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Me, you know, I don't know if you know. It's not vaccinated. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't think of any more two syllables. Say, Dana, go off right now. I can't think. Sruthy, Lucy, Lucy Alec. Natalie. Greta. Greta. Yeah. Greta. Yeah. <laughs> They're yep. all anti-vaxxers yep. what I've heard, but. <laughs> yeah, we hate vaccines. Yep. <laughs> okay, but there is a percentage of our class that's unvaccinated i don't know the reasons but no, there are it's, people it's it's one percent it's like less than one percent i think it's two people it's it's, it's yeah like, i mean one percent would be yeah two people three people right maybe they have medical reasons you never know but it you is in, like surprising you yeah. never know you never know never, never um know. that office take those th- all of those takes are great i mean <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed. I yeah, I have a lot of I, will, I have a lot of hot takes. We could talk for a long time. Uh, long time. There's only so much pod time tonight, you know. I know, I know. I'm just honored that I've been on the pod, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you can expect- I'm honored that your dad and Santana's mom are gonna like probably hopefully really enjoy this. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. You never know. You know no, I actually think like this is gonna be my big break. I really feel like I'm you know, this might blow up. Main character energy. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks for coming, Morgan. This, this yeah. is the best. This it was so really fun. good to catch up with you guys. I haven't seen either of you in way too long. I know. It's just I nice know. to see your face and like your smile too. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it's good. To, I'm glad we zoomed. Um, too bad our our faithful listeners can't see the live action version, but. Mm. At least we were able to see each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next best is the pod. Uh, okay. Good luck living with Ben for the rest of the year. Mm. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Oh, we'll see. Might be broken up by tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. We'll catch ben you will later. never listen to this. He'll never know. No, he'll never know. <laughs> we won't send him the link. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
<laughs> okay, see you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Good to see you. Ah, uh, remember one time? That was great. That was great. Thanks to Morgan for coming on. I told you, just positive energy, good energy, right? I mean, that was good that was unbelievable. Takes. Main great. character energy, really. <laughs> I've never heard that. Have you heard that before? Yeah, of course. Oh, dude. well, I haven't. That was great <laughs> main character energy for sure. I like how she said that they might be broken up tomorrow. Do you remember one time? When we went bowling together, uh, we went bowling, you, me, Francesca, Pietro, Antonio, and uh, you're now X. Yeah, yeah. And the next day, you called me because <laughs> you had broken up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is a true story. Dude, that broke my heart. What if Morgan calls us tomorrow or she's zooms like, hey, us? He listened to the pod and he hated it. <laughs> I'm moving out. The He's like, next how could day. you associate yourself with those? <laughs> uh, that was great. Nice job, Morgan. Great job. Great. Do I have a sounder <laughs> to round that out? I hope you do. I've got nothing. Over I don't. Here. Uh, well, you know what I thought about? Uh, I'm looking for a good one. Wow, wow, wee, wah. <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> you know what I thought about that one. <laughs> Great success. <laughs> Me too. Wow, wow, wee, wah. It's very nice. Uh, you know what I thought uh, about our Applebee's take, though? <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a bad take, laughable. no doubt. Laughable, no doubt. <laughs> All right, what's next on the docket? Uh, oh, next is the docket is the shoutouts. Hit us up with some shoutouts. Mm-hmm. Go shout out to Morgan, friend of the pod. Yeah, best friend of the pod at this point. Going to be hitting it big any day now. Um, Going to be blowing up. Thanks for coming on. Shout out Chuck Levins. Washington Music Center. You got it. <laughs> Our boy Adam. Yes. Made this whole thing possible. Bless up, fam. Bless up. <laughs> I think that's it for shout outs today. Uh yeah. Yeah, you're right. Shout out Dean Bob. Why is that? Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> um oh my gosh. I was about to do kevin's corner on one one topic but uh anyways that's the next segment it's kevin's corner kevin's corner let's hear it dude i'm gonna do two topics because you you just brought up dean bob which made me think did you hear the news about aoa this week no i haven't heard any news i'm gonna email to the class tomorrow but the student council approved a resolution to request admin and faculty to remove support from AOA and publicly uh, no longer support it. Wow. Kevin? <laughs> wow, 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 w
Yeah. Um, I, I can predict what's going to happen. Admin is going to form a committee to analyze it for a year, and it's going to talk be, about it. To talk about it, but um, the next inducting class is next summer, so they will make a decision by next summer, which is awesome. That's amazing. I Great know. work. Yeah, I know that that was probably ninety nine percent you just pestering people. <laughs> no, no, for the it, past year. No, it approved by a significant margin, so a lot of people are just know that AOA is a negative thing. So that's awesome, out. dude. Anyways, nice work. That's not Kevin's corner. Let me talk about Kevin's corner. I uh, right here, Kevin's corner. So I am at the cardiac ICU, and everyone I run into has said, "Oh, you want to be? You must want to be a cardiologist. This is one of the best." No, palliative care hospice. Um, I want to talk about, uh, somebody who has heart failure, right? And that's like kind of a medical term. The best way to describe it is their heart is just not pumping well enough to give them enough oxygen or energy, um, or it's not pumping enough where they would die without medications or devices. Right. You know, mild heart failure, advanced heart failure. Um, I come down here to the coronary ICU and I'm learning about things that, that are frankly unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And you just finished your cardiac rotation, right? Yeah, I did two weeks ago. Uh, you did a whole month about it. And I don't, I don't know if you did not tell me about it or if I have a memory of a, of a rat, but, (laughs) and I don't think we learned about this in medical school the first two years. Um, if we did, I just ignored the curriculum, right, and did my own thing. So right. let's talk about the machine that pumps blood for people, the machine that basically runs a person's heart if they are on the wait list for a heart transplant. If their heart is not working so poorly that they need a new heart, it's called mm-hmm. the an LVAD. It stands for left ventricular assist device. Did you do you remember learning about this this machine that basically takes over somebody's heart? I learned about it during that during my rotation. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, because I think if you have what an ejection fraction of less than oh, it's like ten percent or something. Less than ten percent. Um, it's like if you have stage D heart failure or something, you should be referred to get an LVAD. That's all that I learned about it. Oh, there sure. was a separate heart failure service oh, at sure. the University of Minnesota sure. that didn't have medical students. Okay, okay. So, so this I've never is, seen one. I don't really know how it works. Yeah, that is what I want to talk about. Kevin's Corner. This is an amazing technology. Um, you said stage four, right? State, New York heart, one, two, three, four, right? Not It's not A, B, C, D, isn't it? Uh, I think there's one, two, two separate ones. Okay. Anyways... I, it's basically mild to like very, very, very severe heart failure. And if somebody needs a new heart, like the way to keep them alive is to give them, there's different ways to do it, but a main way is to give them this LVAD device, left ventricular assist device. And I just want to tell you about it. And I think it's just so amazing, right? So the ventricle that pumps the blood to the body, the main ventricle, is not working. And so they insert a machine at the bottom of this ventricle. Yep. And this machine takes the blood and pumps it to the aorta. It bypasses a lot of the heart. So and the aorta pumps blood to the rest of the body. So this machine's basically do it. But I thought it was so fascinating because this machine is inside your body, right? It's on your heart. 
but there's yeah. a wire that comes out of the abdomen that goes to like a basically you know a computer right it's like probably the size of like a small shoebox or like a kid's shoebox that yeah. you wear on a fanny pack that 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 controls like real time real time data on the LVAD on this you know heart machine and not only that there the depends on the variety but one of the varieties they they all run on batteries right because they want to advertise it that you can be mobile with it you can get up and live your life with this this heart machine even if your heart's not working at all and so they they have like battery packs and one of them has a battery pack on the fanny pack so you're looking at this fanny pack you're looking at this patient with this LVAD they have a, like a big computer right on the the fanny pack and then they have like two gigantic batteries like the size of you know like toddler shoes too like a shoe 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 box um and but this in order so they can have those batteries that way they can live their life they don't need to be hooked up to a machine plugged in at a hospital they can Mm -hmm. they can go golfing they can go walking right they can go to the store i just thought it was incredible and there's another one that has fanny like um not a fanny pack but like a uh, one that goes over your shoulder, there's two uh, like purses that go over the shoulder, and in each purse is a battery. Uh, wow! And so the idea is like you plug it in all night, right? It recharges, and then during the day you can try to be mobile. Um, so that's part how one. Do, What's up? What okay. are your thoughts? What are your how do they thoughts? Put it, how do they put it in? Oh, it's it's a it's a big procedure. It's like an open surgery. Yep, open surgery. Yep. Dang! And so this is for people who are have really bad heart disease and are waiting to get a heart transplant potentially. Yeah. That's like a lot of the, this, this care. And, and that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. The reason I thought it was so interesting is because there is just more demand for hearts than there is supply. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is, is because we are keeping people alive longer with these devices, right? You know, we're talking 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, a person whose heart was not pumping well couldn't get an LVAD device and they would die. Right. But now their uh, LVAD device has gone, you know, so many advancements that there are so many patients living with these. And so there's now there's a, a, a much higher demand for hearts than there is a supply. Yeah. Um, and so the sad facts is that a lot of people end up dying um, before they get a heart because the LVAD can only extend somebody's life for a year or two or like maybe three. I don't know the, the, the data, but it's not forever, you know? Right. It just, I, 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 this first week of the cardiac ICU is fascinating. And, and, and there's so many different things I've learned like that. These technologies to help people, uh, to help people with heart failure whose hearts aren't working. Are you getting converted? To a cardiologist? No, no, no. Seems pretty sweet. No, 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 no. By the end of the day, at the cardiac ICU, I'm like... (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. At the end of the day, the doctor's like, uh, do you want to keep rounding? Should we see some more patients? I can't f-ing do this anymore. I was seriously. <laughs> I thought you said it was going to be chill. What happened to that? Uh, it's kind of chill. 
right? Because I get down here and no one knows I'm here, so I'm kind of making my own schedule. But everyone else in the cardiac ICU, it's on two shifts. 12-hour shift, day shift, 12-hour shift, night shift. So all the nurses, all the residents, all the doctors. So when I'm like, when it's 4, I get there at 6.15, and when it's 4 p.m., and I'm looking at my watch, it's literally just me being like, all right, all right, everybody, uh, <laughs> have a couple of good more hours. I'm leaving early, you know, so that's what it's like. I see. So it's a hard, it's a, not to say I haven't left early every day, which I have, but it's a tough <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> a very tough dynamic. Are, are they turning against you? Uh, uh, you never know, right? It's just, it's just a matter of time, right? Like that, like the deans of the school. How about you? Do, anyways, that's Kevin's corner. The, yay! yay! It's just the the technology to help people's hearts is incredible. Um, it is incredible. On this note, though, Kevin's corner over. How are you, dog? Are you are you working your butt off in Seattle? I'm working hard, dude. I'm dying. Uh, six days a week, weeks, right? What's up? Six yeah. days a week. So two weeks down today. My rotation started 13 days ago. I've been on service for 12 of those days. Wow. So it's been very busy. And it's basically from 7 to 5 or later. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's hospitalist, which you know means you're going to see all the patients in the morning and then you're trying to explain the plan or come up with a plan, communicate it to your attending, make sure they think it's a good one. And then you're trying to implement that plan with whoever you have to call surgeon. Hey, give my guy surgery or the nursing staff. And then you're going back to see those patients with your attending. Yeah. And you're following up everything for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, and it's by far the most, patients that I've worked with and the most like responsibilities that I've had. How, wait, how many, student. how many patients are they giving you? Um, four to five. Holy moly, dude. Uh, yeah. So, so, but you're doing it. Yeah. 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 So last week was a freaking doozy. Last week I thought I was going to not survive this week. Made a little bit of more of an adjustment, kind of getting used to it. It was yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like the amount it's just like long, the amount of hours that you spend there is long hours is, and it's new. It's and and um, what did our school the, the our school renamed it's it used to be called sub internship and now it's called acting intern. Basically, you're acting like a first year resident, so that's why they're giving you four to five patients, like they're really yeah. testing you. Yeah, for sure. How um, how, how how are you doing? Like, are you making? You're like so so kind and 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 likable. Do you think you're making a good impression and doing a good job? I don't know. I think so. I'm trying hard. I I'm getting there on time. Heck yeah. You know. That's step one. Talking to my patients. <laughs> yep. I'm doing my best, you know. That's all you can do, right? Actually, honestly. <laughs> That's all you, all work, you can do. Show up and work uh, hard. And don't exactly. don't leave two hours before everyone else in the unit. That's all you got to try to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I was going to say something and I forgot. Oh, I was telling Francesca Pietrantonio, friend of the pod, that the first week first was definitely and primary and best friend of the pod. Yes. Yep. 
Yep. Oh, also, I just want to put an apology in here to Francesca Pietrantonio, friend of the pod. I know I called you a slug earlier. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't mean it. You're not a slug. You're a wonderful human being. That's right. Not everyone likes going down to the scary basement in an apartment building. Yep, 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 yep. Anyways, that's aside. I was telling her that the first week when I was just getting slammed yep. uh, was, was as our friend Jake Reshitar would say, a real come-to-Jesus moment. <laughs> <laughs> when I finally kind of realized, oh, no, <laughs> residency is going to be... <laughs> so hard <laughs> like you know it's fun when you're the when you're the med student and you like get to learn a little thing every day but next year is going to be brutal <sighs> yeah um so it's really put everything in perspective yep um and uh just made me ca- made me even more aware of how little experience we have and how much more experience we have to gain yep um yeah, and the import and really the importance of the stuff that we learn in med school, you have to know it down because you don't have as much time if you have, you know, all this stuff to do all day. You don't have as much time to review up to date, um, up to date all day. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, like I'm doing <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, but I'm being a real negative Nancy. I've had a great experience. No, I worked with there. You're not being a negative Nancy. You're just uh, saying like the realistic um, experience. It's been a lot of yeah. work and it, it's giving you an insight on how much work it's going to be in residency. Exactly. But uh, it's been a really good experience so far. Um, all the attendants that I've worked with have been super kind, super willing to try to teach me stuff um, when there's been time. Uh, yeah, it's great. I like hospital medicine. I'm rooting that's for you, dude. You're that, what you're describing of how hard residency is going to be, that's why it's so important to get to a place where Franny's going to be uh, happy, right? Because right. it's going to be a strain on her, too, because you're going to be gone a lot, right? So mm-hmm. she envisions herself being the most happy someplace in the West Coast. Got to do it. Got to make it happen. Exactly. I'm, it's, it's in the works. It's in the works. My, my, Danny and my new joke is that, because uh, she wants to stay in Minneapolis, right? Yeah. So I'm like, there's a there's a program two hours a two hour drive, Danny. Like that's a, almost as good as it gets if I don't match someplace in Minneapolis. And she's like, where is it? I'm like, oh, you, the one of the best cities, Mason City, Iowa. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she went to the website, and uh, I'm just telling you, they got to work on their tourist website, Mason City, Iowa. So <laughs> that's our new joke. I'm like, I want Danny to be the most happy. So we're going to Mason City, Iowa. <laughs> what is Mason City known for? The Music Man. <laughs> they were, that's really what they're known for. The movie? The, the movie? The, the creator, uh, writer of The Music Man was from Mason City, Iowa. Cool. So, you know, how, you, know you love that movie. Name some songs from, uh, you know, The Music Man. Uh... Don't stop believing. What? <laughs> is that is that a joke? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <it's> a joke. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you can name one song from the Music Man. I'm pretty sure they uh, sing the song "TikTok" by Kesha. <laughs> in the movie. 
No, I have no idea. I've never. Yes, seen you it. do. You are like pretty good at Jeopardy. You're pretty good at the New no. York Times. Pretty good at the trivia. Name no. one song Wrong. from the Music Man. I don't know. What is it about? I've never <laughs> seen it. Okay, well, don't move to Mason City then. <laughs> Mason City, Iowa. I thought you would say seventy-six trombones. That's like everyone's. That's like the general knowledge. Uh, well, now I know. Thank you. Yes, I learned something on this podcast. First time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last segment. Let's keep moving. You yeah, know let's what, get it. You know what it is. Yeah, let me hear the sounder. The sounder for I. I didn't. I didn't download a new one. The same sounder we so, play every week. Yeah, the same sound. You know, classic sounder. Delivery duck delivers letters. Mail delivery. Mail delivery. I think he's delivering letters to friends. Yay! Letters, letters. That's a pretty good one. I don't know why I haven't used that one recently. <laughs> letters. Name that TV show. Uh. Dora the Explorer. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> nice job. Really? Yep. Let's go. Beep, 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 beep. Nice job. <laughs> uh, okay, so mailbag time. You heard the sounder. I did. <clears throat> I loved it. This is uh, from uh, one of our great listeners. Santana's question is for you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> explain the difference of being a doctor in a clinic versus a doctor in the hospital. And this is for me, addressed to me? No, it's addressed to the pod. <laughs> and we talked uh, about this a lot, but it's always good to kind of go back over it. Sure. Um, I guess the difference is in... If you're a doctor in the clinic, that means that you're... I don't know. This is kind of hard to describe, I guess. It seems so obvious to me. Um Doctor in the clinic means that you are seeing that patients are coming in to your clinic, walking in uh, to see you for a set appointment for 30 minutes, one hour, whatever. And then they're leaving. Bye. And it's usually to tackle like one particular problem. So it's like, oh, I have a sore throat. Go to the clinic. Or, oh, I have um, Crohn's disease. Go to the GI clinic yep. for a follow-up. Be in the hospital, all your patients are staying in the hospital, in a bed, in a room there, and you, as a doctor, go, you go to the hospital, and then you go and you walk around to all the rooms where all your patients are, and visit with them that way, and manage all of their care while they're in the hospital. From when you admit them, tell them, okay, you're sick, you should stay in the hospital to when they get well enough to go home and you can discharge them. See ya. And then you're like, see ya in clinic because you can now leave and then you'll walk in next week. Right, right. I will add to this while you were talking, I was thinking about it too. I was like, well, how would I describe this? Uh, oftentimes the people in the hospital, something um, recent or acute happened to them, right? We always use acute in the medical terminology, but it means like, Something new popped up and it's serious. And these patients or these people go to the emergency room and get checked out. And if it's really serious, they'll get admitted to the hospital where they have to stay in the hospital to take care of this new serious medical problem. 
and the, the hospitalists, the doctors, take care of those patients. The patients who went to the emergency department are in a tough spot and had to be admitted to the, the, the hospital. Those, those are what the hospital patient, uh, hospitalists do. Whereas the clinic, uh, you, uh, is this wrong to think about this, but it's more like a long-term thing or like a chronic thing, right? I'm going to the doctor because uh, I'm going to the, the, the GI provider, the, the, the stomach doctor, because I always have nausea or I have cr- constant diarrhea or chronic diarrhea, right? Like not constant diarrhea, but like I, <laughs> that's a tough thing. Go to the emergency room for that. Right. But like there's you, you, you talked about how one's clinic, one's a hospital, but it's also yeah. one is more acute. One is more new and serious and one is less like that. Yeah. I think it's another way to frame it. So there you go. That's good enough. Who, wa- who wanted that answered? Well, you know, expose them. It's a mystery this time. Uh, what? That is the that is a mailbag though. We got lots of mail. Uh, I wish I had my mailbag sound, but um, anyways, that's that's it. That's, that's the end of the segment. So let me end the segment like we do always uh, with our uh, mailbag uh, sounder always. Now I can't wait for the mail to come. Oh, the mail. It's the mail. It's time to get a letter in the mailbox. Yes, it is. Verse two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the end of the mailbag. Good question. Good question. That's the podcast. Okay. That was a great pod. Thanks to Morgan for coming on. Shout out. Uh, she brought the energy. She brought the As energy. A psychiatrist. She saved the pod. She really did. Yeah, this pod was going nowhere before <laughs> you came on, Morgan. Always, thank you so much. Always is. <laughs> um. All right. So, like we say every week, a, a bird, bird in the, the hand, hand is worth, worth two, two in, the, in bush. the bush. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>